0: excited to have a pair of guests today with me. One is Salim and he's going to be talking about his massive improvements with his ankylosing spondylitis that he was diagnosed with a little over a year ago and his girlfriend Gabchan who has supported him 24/7 throughout this process and we're going to hear about his transformation, how he feels now after doing the Patterson program and learn lessons about how he has implemented the program and what he has been able to achieve. So, welcome to the both of you.
1: Hello, welcome. Hello.
0: Well, why don't we start, as we often do on these episodes, um, by hearing a quick before and after. Give us a sample of what we're going to expect.
1: Well, uh, yeah, before, uh, the, um, yeah, before the Pedison program, And I had severe pains and morning stiffness because of my illness. It's called uh, enclosing spondylitis. And it's affecting basically the uh, spine, all the spine, and uh, the sacroiliac joints. These are the joints between the sacrum and the ilium bones. Mm -hmm. And yeah. You, you cannot, uh, I mean, if it's really on bad days, uh, your movement is yeah, compromised. very compromised. And also, if you have uh, a lot of inflammation in your uh, sacroiliac joints, then you can't walk. Or mm. I walk like a 90 year old, so it's impossible to, to, to walk for more than 100 and 200. I was I wasn't able to, and I couldn't even walk to the car and drive somewhere, so it was really bad. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, after uh, a lot of uh, life changes, yeah, it got really uh, better, so the symptoms were not as much as before, uh, and I had a lot of night sweats, uh, these were also uh getting uh, getting uh, less yes yeah getting less and yeah what's uh let's let's uh yeah maybe start from the beginning here uh, how how all this started
0: yeah yeah please uh, do yeah tell us tell us <laughs> what it, what you how it all began and also um I just want to let everyone know that, that uh, you're, you're in Dusseldorf. Both of you are originally uh, or are German. So, you know, we understand that English as a second language means that uh, I'm going to talk a little bit slower and I want the audience to also understand that you're doing this in English for us and we appreciate that.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, actually, uh, we are Austrian uh, but living in Germany. Right, so I see.
0: <laughs> That's another twist.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. So maybe a, a few tourists th- will come. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Great. Well, take us back so, so, to how it began with you, yeah. with the ankylosing spondylitis, which has a similar underlying cause in my view. And I want to talk about some of the misconceptions about this later, but let's hear your story first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So before starting uh, the person program, Like I said, in January 2018, uh, I was experiencing a lot of night sweats, back pain. Uh, These were starting from the neck all the way down to uh, the sacroiliac joints. Uh, My inflammatory markers, uh, CRP and ECR were still unusually high. Um, I'm saying still because I was on a starch reduced uh, vegan diet with as little fat and oils as possible, for about three to four months uh, after my diagnosis. But yeah, it's uh, so the so the pain was still there. Uh, I was getting a little better, and the problem was like uh, you you are you are also talking in your videos. I I lost a lot of weight, so I lost seven kilograms in four months. Mm. Yeah, it was basically a lot of raw food. And had uh, still a pale and yellowish color, and not much energy on some days. So it was uh, uh, the disease was very active at the time.
0: Now tell me, let me ask you: um, Did you just decide to go about going down that diet path yourself, or did you find did someone suggest this to you? Because what is a common misunderstanding about? ankylosing spondylitis is that people should avoid starch and often then replace it with basically anything you want, animal products, dairy products. And the scientific studies on ankylosing spondylitis, I believe, are the most misleading of any particular individual inflammatory arthritic condition. Without naming names, there have been publications by a particular individual doctor that have been very popular over the years with an anti-starch message and if you avoid starch which is a complex carbohydrate and a plant food you then have to look at other things and i have for anyone with ankylosing spondylitis who's interested in this a free document that debunks all the science regarding this and shows that a plant-based diet is the solution for inflammation in any joint not just the spine yeah okay so i'm curious um how did you come about that initial dietary approach?
1: Uh, so we were, uh, I was vegan starting from 2014, beginning of 2014. To I see. So
0: you've been plant-based for a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it really plant-based because you can, vegan and also uh, eat a lot of pasta and pizza stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right
1: uh, yeah i was okay i mean yeah obviously plant based but uh not that much of uh, whole foods
0: gotcha lot of uh, processed lot of processed foods
1: no no not no not, not also really processed so i was Cooking also a lot of at home, yeah. but not not really looking at uh, looking, uh, what was I eating. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, maybe I was eating uh, one week, uh, a lot of uh, pa- pasta pizza stuff and not much like yes. salads and vegetables and fruits. Yeah, I
0: see. So
1: I, I had no, uh, I mean, I wasn't also using a dairy uh, diary like yeah. uh, now and I... Uh, was not aware of what i was eating i mean i was also eating some lentils and stuff so what's uh we were watching a lot of dr gregor's yeah. uh, advices uh, and also other, the other doctors like uh, dr ornish and dr mcdougall and so on but yeah of course my my love for uh homemade junk food as i call it was uh uh, yeah, very big, mm. and also it was very stressful uh, the the last few years before before the uh, this disease. Yeah, so maybe it was a combination a combination of these uh, two, and also I'm uh, I mean I'm just guessing, but I was eating a lot of oatmeal, uh, and uh, I mean 500 grams a day maybe. Uh, and the problem in Germany for oatmeal is that it's very, uh, very uh, polluted with glufosat, um, roundup, roundup, roundup.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, and yeah. we didn't know it. So after, after the disease, there's uh, a lot of research, of course, also in, into that yeah. stuff.
0: Uh, and, yeah,
1: and yeah, environmental toxins and so on. But at the time, I didn't know it, so I was just eating it every every day, every morning, mm. and maybe it also triggered some something. Uh, I mean, uh, affected the permeability of, of my gut because it's, it's uh, in in some articles it's uh, talked that uh, it's acting as an uh, as a, it's acting in the gut as an antibiotic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yes,
1: you are taking. So I, I was, I, I'm, I, I try to avoid antibiotics if I don't have a huge infection. But on the other side, probably I was eating it every day and uh, taking like antibiotics every day. Then. yeah. So, so I don't know. That's that's uh, that's just some theory. That a lot of these lifestyle things got together and triggered the triggered the disease because of this uh, i mean non starch thing that's a, yeah that's a misconception uh, i was on a after the uh, diagnosis uh, i was on a whole food uh, plant based diet yep. so the, the starch part was more like not eating tons of pet- potatoes and so on so it was mm-hmm. like because we have read uh, some some papers that that it's uh, in your gut it's making uh, okay. That the, the bacteria, some form of bacteria, grow more that are maybe related to ankylosing spondylitis. So it was also not, uh, not a definitive research, but but some papers. So we wanted to be cautious, and um, I was just tracking how many uh, starches I was getting, uh, trying to get uh, the my uh, vitamins and all the nutrition from more green. Vegetables. And, but yeah, but, but of course, as I said, it was, it was working a little, but not, not that much uh, with, with that diet. And the, I was losing a lot of weight.
0: Well, let me just congratulate you, first of all. You, you do at that time, even though you weren't making as much progress as you wanted, you clearly had a great understanding of most of the fundamentals, which is that you're already on a plant based diet. Okay, you might have only been on a on an okay plant based diet, but you know you you're already on the right path. Did a lot of home cooking, great. Okay, when you got diagnosed, you immediately shifted your diet to more of a leafy green, more of a, a whole foods approach. Again, like this is more. Yeah, not, not
1: immediately. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, discussion. And, uh, <laughs> right, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> discussion between us. I was, I was more like screaming and running around like, no pasta, no pizza anymore. How is this possible? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But you got there in the end and yeah. you didn't have to do it after waiting 10 years and going on to biologic drugs before you made your decision. You know, you went for it straight away and this is this is important. This is a really, really smart, wise kind of intelligent thinking. So also the sort of thinking that you can have when you've got a clear mind and you aren't being influenced by the drug-filled f- f- and addictive foods like meat and dairy products, right? So well done. Now, okay, so you're making some progress, but you're still in a lot of pain. And I can only imagine how awful and really unsettling, it must be to have inflammation in the spine. I mean, that must really kind of almost like a form of torture because it's the foundation of your entire physical existence, the spine. And to have inflammation in that, I mean, it must be not just physically debilitating, but emotionally horrible to experience.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like uh, the the inflammation in the spine was making uh, muscle spasms uh, in, at at night mostly uh, in my case, and uh, I, I think all the night long. Uh, one day I was half uh, awake, uh, like half conscious, and just. Observing my body that while it's spasmed through my uh, yeah tra- trapeze trapezius. Uh, trapezius muscles and the, all, all the all the chest muscles yeah. and, and the um, also where where our where our belly are so the, the, the
0: abdominals
1: abdominals yeah the yeah. abdominal muscles yeah. so <laughs> the funny part was it's uh, I I couldn't do I mean any Sports uh, and so on, or no, no weightlifting, but I was literally building a six-pack from <laughs> from this <laughs> from these spasms. I I mean, it it was shocking. It was <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was. It, I was in a, in a lot of pain, but it was also a little funny. But but I get of course worried because it, it, it was not normal. Like like you're putting a tense device all all night long, and every night. Uh, to, to these muscles. So a tense device is just, uh, maybe, you know, it mm. is electrical, yeah. uh, device stimulation devices. Uh, yeah. Yes. And a lot of, of the advertisement for building muscle and so on. Uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was really horrible. And like I said, I couldn't, uh, at some point I couldn't, uh, get out of bed and in the, in the morning, wow. One time I thought I was paralyzed, so I couldn't move a single uh, muscle or joint. So I was just lying there and just in shock. And then it got a little better uh, with the passing minutes and so on. But I think at that day it took me two hours or maybe more to get out of bed.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And
1: yeah. Even after you get out of bed, the pain is still there. And so the the spine is—I mean, you—you you really get it after after it's get inflamed and is not—you uh, can't move it much—is like responsible for I don't know maybe seventy, ninety percent of your movement. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're completely—I don't know—like uh, uh, some sort of. Uh, paralyzed paralyzed but, paralyzed. but it, was, it, it it was it was getting better with movement so i was doing also yoga uh, hmm. uh, before the diagnosis started because of my uh, neck uh, problems so all started with uh, all this started with uh, infection with a, a sore throat infection uh, that lasted one month and yeah it's uh, it was I think one of the longest-lasting uh, infections in my life, and after that, the neck pains started, and it mm. got worse and mm. uh, uh, spreads all over the body, like I mean, like the spine and the, the, uh, the sacral joints, and also to the front of uh, my uh, to, to my chest, and I was uh, I one day I, I was at the emergency room. Uh, because of chest pain or this rib pain and they thought it's something with my heart and done some tests but yeah it was, was not, not the case and also there the CRP and ESR levels were okay. So after a while they got out of control and my orthopedists uh, said okay maybe you should try a rheumatologist. And so through a family friend, a very close family friend, we found some, another orthopedist and he also told, sent us, sent us immediately to the acquainted uh, rheumatologist. And yeah, he has done then some tests there. uh, This typical uh, inflammatory uh, rheumatoid tests, uh, like, like movement tests, like, uh, I don't know the, the technical terms are like sugar test, uh, like in the motion in the lumbar spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's, it's the spine part here, yeah, um, like on this level, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, uh, some manu- maneuvers to stress the sacroiliac joints, and this was very hurtful, and yeah, some chest expansion tests. Uh, how, if I could breathe uh, normally, or was my breathing more, uh, uh, yeah, shallow, and of course range of motion. Like I was, I was doing yoga at that time for about three months or maybe more, uh, but I couldn't reach my barely my kneecaps. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. So and yeah, and, and he told us, okay, you are like. 90-year-old man. So that's that's that shouldn't be the case. It's it's definitely not normal. So he ordered some more tests, like the gene test, HLA B27, and that was positive. And all the MRI showed this inflammation on my spine and mm. on the sacroiliac joint. Mm. So it was for him, it was an obvious case of enclosing uh, spondylitis. Mm. And yeah.
0: Wow, okay, very interesting. And a lot of people who aren't familiar with the condition, I'm sure are now appreciating just how you know horrible and significant and and de- debilitating uh, it is. So thanks for going through all that with us. So, in your story, I think we're up to the point where you're several months in, you've eliminated starch, you've stayed plant-based, you've made it healthier based on the guidelines from some of our favorite doctors we all know. And then you have now seen a little bit of progress, uh, but let's now let's let's for the rest of our conversation let's talk positive and let's talk about um, the r- the improvements that you've made and how you did it.
1: Yeah, so all 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 on this process, I mean, yeah, I got jam was uh, also uh, researching as hobby as a hobby uh, a few time a few hours uh, uh, during the day. Uh, before my disease and after the disease I think it was like 18 hours full-time research <laughs> on the, on the disease and yes. so we discovered uh, a lot of uh, things and peer-reviewed journals. yeah peer-reviewed journals uh, and stuff Expert. and yeah, yeah scanned uh, a lot of books and one of the encounters was I think your your site or your, the TEDx told so we, we don't know but uh, it was very uh, inspiring, and uh, I was very surprised about the claims and testimonials where a lot of people have gotten control over their disease, and some some have symptom-free, so it was unbelievable for me, because the doctors were telling, okay, you have now this disease, and you will take NSA, so non uh, anti-inflammatory drugs, and uh, also uh, one point, uh, my rheumatologist suggested, yeah, you will, you should start with biologica, and that was uh, like uh, atomic bomb yeah. for uh, of uh, <laughs> uh, medicine yeah. for me because it's, I mean, it, so, it's suppri- suppressing the my immune system and uh, should suppress my immune system, and yeah, I was, I was very, very afraid of that, uh, of the side effects of it and also of the NSAIDs, I mean, NSAID tracks. So, uh, so we, we, were, yeah, we were immediately hooked uh, at your program and uh, yeah, just uh, trying out some free materials and looking at your lists and so on. And after a while, uh, we just uh, it was a no brainer to purchase it and just starting going head on into the program. And uh, yeah, but I couldn't start immediately. I mean, I, I think it was uh, January, end of January, January of 2018. Uh, where I was uh, prepared and also set my mind to uh, yeah, just start and go with the program. And so, so I, I done the cleanse. So the first day of the cleanse uh, it was yeah, for the first time in my life it was a little hard, but the second day was uh, yeah a really a really shock, so I jumped out of out of bed and I, I think I ran to the toilet in the morning and and then. Or my uh, circulatory system just collapsed. So it, oh. I was just sitting there, and for, for three hours, I think I couldn't walk and had nausea. But yeah, so your body like, just
0: body wasn't used to it. Suddenly you're doing. Yeah, it,
1: it wasn't it wasn't used to it. So yeah. uh, and after that, we have read a lot of about fasting and so on. And uh, normally people have. I am much more worse symptoms if they are if they are not on a healthy healthy food or plant based diet before so the, their body releases i think all the toxins and so on and yeah of course you don't get a lot of calories so yeah uh, it's, it's a it's a you must be like you say in your videos uh, Rest and yeah. don't walk, don't run around the house and mm-hmm. so on. Just be calm and rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, watch watch DVDs <laughs> or, okay. You know, yeah.
1: Well, but but uh, I mean, it was it was an eye opener, and yeah. uh, because all the pain was gone, and afterwards, and I couldn't believe it. So it was uh, we we already knew that it's something it has something to do with the gut and uh, with food and so on. But just just taking just eating a little salad for two days without anything, and you are like pain free. I mean, how how could this could this be possible? Because the doctor said, okay, you must take every day this NSAID, and you are going to the biological now route. So so it was it was unbelievable, and then I was uh, hooked, uh, of course, more hooked <laughs> to the program and yeah we started the testing with the yeah. foods uh, yeah. of course uh, the pain got back mm-hmm. uh, a little mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the tests progressed on some foods uh, with some foods i had real problems like mm-hmm. like shades and mm-hmm. and even in the beginning the sweet potato was i was eating sweet potato and I had a little sweating and so on so so little, yeah. The body was body was reacting to it, but yeah. it got used to it. So the sweet potato, it, it just got used to it in two weeks. I think, but you know, other things, yeah. Is, isn't it was that more-
0: isn't that very interesting? When you know the the conventional medical scientific approach with ankylosing spondylitis and diet is to avoid starch, and after two weeks you're eating sweet potatoes like crazy and you're feeling better. I mean, it just, it's so stupid. I mean, I really, really take it personally when there are publications in the medical literature that are downright wrong. I find that offensive because people trust the medical publications and it's just so upsetting. And that's why, with ankylizing spondylitis in particular, they are most incorrect.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, just just does just this plant really plant based approach uh, where you eat a lot of green stuff is like making wonders. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, like you said, uh, salads with a big huge salad with every meal. I mean, it's this just uh, helps so much. And yeah, and for keeping up your, I mean, you are used to uh, another routine and uh, you are. Only with salad, for example, it's it's very difficult because you get this uh, this hunger. Um, yeah, how do you call it in English? I don't know. This uh, it's, in German it's called uh, a Heißhunger. It's like uh, where you in the evening where you crave like crazy uh, <laughs> sweet stuff or other stuff. And yeah, with sweet potato <laughs> and then I mean you are okay it's, it's not it's not like jelly, jelly beans or something but it's it's something <laughs> that you can uh, you can put a fire fire onto onto this craving fire of craving yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. it's it definitely helping and so i i had uh, a lot of problems with the other approach with this uh raw uh, the only raw eating raw approach i mean it, yeah. it obviously helps but uh, yeah, it's it was it was very difficult, and I, I don't know if I could do it like one year or more.
0: Well, uh, so. you know that, um, or you may or may not know. I did raw for eight months, and I had significant but inconsistent uh, results from doing it. But let me just say a couple of things about it uh, about a raw vegan approach. My experience: first of all, my weight loss was like world world-class. I mean, I was skeleton-like at the end of that, and I was counting calories and was doing over 3,000 calories a day, mostly coming from soaked almonds and soaked macadamias and soaked pumpkin seeds. Uh, And even with a ton of fruit, fruit juices, dates, as many calories as I could consume in a day and counting them, I couldn't keep my weight on. It got very, very skinny. Um, That was one thing. The other thing is that I was making mistakes, though, during that time. I was having some oils, if I remember correctly, because I hadn't yet had my discovery um, where one night I told my uh, girlfriend, now wife, uh, to leave the oils off the salad because I'd become... Um, so paranoid about them and uh, we had an argument about it and she left the oils off one night and then she said but it's going to taste horrible the salad it's plain how can you eat it and I'm like just let me test it I haven't tried it and I tested it and next day felt tremendous and so I never had the oils ever again and then also I was making mistakes like getting whole coconuts paying $5 for a coconut drinking the coconut water and then thinking what a waste I've paid $5 for a coconut. I'm definitely going to eat the meat on the inside as well. And it wasn't until I only drank the water and threw away the rest that I feel good the next day. And, you know, I was making all these mistakes. Right. So, but, but raw food so hard that I don't recommend it because, um, I just don't want to worry about people. If I've recommended something, I want to know that they're going to be okay. That nutritionally everything is complete. There's enough calories. They have every all the vitamins, minerals. They take the vitamin B12, and I can sleep at night. I don't want to worry about people if they're on a raw food diet because stuff can go wrong. It's really hard.
1: Yeah, well, of course. And I was also worried about uh, about also the, the, about your baseline on the on the same on the same page and. But we were uh, like, yeah, going crazy about your material and watching all your videos and so on. And then we found this uh, podcast where you uh, are doing it with a nutritionist and your your baseline and she just putting it into this, uh, into this program and it was nutritionally complete. And so I was, uh, yeah. I was very relaxed and said, "Yeah, okay, now it's nutritionally complete, and I don't need to worry any about anything. Just eat, eat the stuff, and yeah, yeah." I, I was also getting used to the taste of a lot of things uh, yeah. without oil. I mean, I, I, I already tried uh, reducing my oil before before that, um, yeah. to like 80, 10, 10 diet, the yeah. famous, uh, uh, but. Yeah, you, you need to you need to do uh, some other changes if you have this autoimmune disease. So it's not yeah. like, like you said, uh, uh, yeah, there's 80, 10, 10 or raw and so on. I mean, you you could t- find the, find the golden middle, but it it takes time and effort and so on. And yeah. you there's all there's already the, a the program that works. So yeah, <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> well, well, you know, I'm obviously. I'm obviously a little biased, but I come from this bias from 11 years since I was diagnosed. And for the first half of that, all I did every single moment of my life was, like you guys, research, apply, test. And my job enabled me over all that time to only work half an hour a week, maybe maybe an hour a week because of my entertainment profession. And so all that time, I just went through this. And look, the nuances And the detail that's involved to understand how to get through this tiny, tiny window to success is so, so great that you can't succeed with anything else, in my view, than getting everything right. And that's why I feel that I, you know, and we are aware of a path forward that does get as close to everything right as we can. Um, we haven't talked about your medications and whether you took them, but, uh, in the book that I'm working on daily now and hoping to get out within the next few months, um, I talk, uh, I've got a whole chapter about medication management and, you know, this, this is crucial as well because there is no, no meat, dairy and oils that you can eat that can do as much damage as 10 years on prednisone, right? So we got to get that right as well. We can't be on the wrong meds, so so I'm excited what we're talking about now you, you're starting to make improvements tell us tell us move us forward now to to um through this process and into some of the victories that you were experiencing.
1: yeah, the victories were definitely also on this medicine part uh, in the beginning I mean the medicine definitely helped to get me out of bed So. I couldn't uh, in, the, in the in the at the di- diagnosis I couldn't get out of bed, but uh, with the medicine I, I could start to move more. Uh, but obviously the side effects was uh, always on my mind, and I, this was not the path I I, I wanted to take. Hmm. And after starting uh, starting a program, I think after one well, one and a half months, two months. Uh, my CRP and ESR uh, levels were normal, so it were, there was no more no inflammation. Mm-hmm. And I was at my rheumatologist and told him, uh, okay, my blood levels are fine. I have still some pain. I don't know. Prob- maybe it was at that time some chronic pain I um, don't, don't know some, oh, of course, some food related that it was getting worse if I, had, if I was eating the wrong food but then he told me okay uh, you can then just use your medicine as uh, as needed yeah. so you don't need to take it every day so that was a huge relief because uh, yeah every day every, everywhere also the patient, and the the other uh, older patients that uh, have gone through this enclosing uh, spondylo- spondylitis process for many years they they, they were just telling you can't go with these drugs for your life. They will just kill you. And even even we did, didn't do that, and their spine was just uh, uh, yeah. The, the thing is, the spine gets uh, because of this inflammation gets like a, like a bone, so it's, yeah. it has no mobility. Mm. And but they they weren't they, taking the medicine because I mean, of course your your spine is not <laughs> like a, like a bone, but but you want you can live further but without med- with this medicine they did, uh, they were telling okay man you will shape uh, you will maybe lose 20 30 years of your life
0: yeah right so, so that were-
1: was definitely out of question and side i mean on the medicine it was telling us that it's uh, making the guts uh the gut lining uh, affecting your guts yeah and so we, we were trying to heal the gut, the yeah. gut lining, <laughs> and so I, it was. It was like a, a schizophrenic situation. On one side, I'm I, I was trying to to to, to heal the, not the symptoms but the root cause, cause of it, root cause of it, and on the other side, all this all this medication, also a lot of pain medication like ibuprofen. That, that that was given to me was destroying uh, hmm. not all the progress but probably yeah. some of the progress. So it was uh, yeah it, 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 this, there were hard times also psychologically oh I know <laughs> uh, but, but yeah so after my blood levels were okay i was i wasn't ta- uh, i didn't take not much uh, medicine and only at some some points where I had flare-ups uh, so flare-ups are just where the disease gets really active.
0: And uh, the medicine—did you only ever take non-steroidal anti-inflammatories? With only ever that range of drug?
1: Yeah, yeah, only, only, only non-steroidal uh, anti-inflammatory medicine. And uh, yeah, tried two things. Two of them. One of them. I don't know if I can tell the names or if it's a problem but look uh,
0: it doesn't matter it doesn't be, matter because which, yeah. I,
1: one one of them i wouldn't advise so it was really bad so it's called uh, yeah yeah there there are two in germany that are used and one i would really not advise uh Stop. for the stomach it causes a lot of stomach and gut problems and so on so the people will know if they are if they research <laughs> so i yeah. i should I must not give the names away. A lot of people have problems with that. And so, yeah, I tried both of them and it was, I mean, one was a horrible experience and the other one, yeah, it, it was helping, but, but not on, only for the symptoms. And I was not interested in the symptoms. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I was interested, interested in the root cause and how can, how can I manage this disease better? And, maybe get uh, in the future get uh, symptom free yeah so uh, I was also doing a lot of cleansing like uh, but yeah a lot of like uh, you you suggested it only in the beginning but I was doing it uh, uh, one day uh, one every week uh, one day I was Mm -hmm. doing cleanse or a fasting uh, period
0: how long for
1: Uh, yeah, but after after several after several months, so I was already on on the on your program for three months and yeah. was was really uh, making progress uh, and getting to know my body and what it's reacting to, also also the little reactions, uh, just just observing what is ha- happening to it, yeah, and jour- journaling a lot. Uh, I mean, every day uh, my my pain. Uh, and or other symptoms and all the foods uh, that I was eating. Yeah. Yeah. And but uh, so at some points the disease uh, was getting really active. For example, it was uh, um, had a reaction in my eye, so it's uh, uveitis, uh, and yeah. it's very common if you yeah. have this disease. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so there I tried, for example. I, I was very nervous and I, I started with the, the cleanse for two days and then I tried to switch to, to more like a juice fasting. So I did it for, for four to five days, maybe. Um, yeah, it was very hard, uh, but the doctors told me it will take four to six weeks to, to get rid of this uh, inflammation in my eye with, with cortisone, mm. uh, but it just took two weeks.
0: Awesome. So- Okay, so yeah, yeah. just in case, in case some people didn't catch that, you're talking about uveitis, right?
1: Uveitis, yeah. Yes.
0: Now, um, yes. a couple of our, our support members have that condition. As you say, it uh, it's you know it pops up from time to time as a secondary autoimmune condition with you know all of the major ones like rheumatoid and psoriatic and ankylosing and so on. And uh, yeah, it's a scary thing, you know, inflammation in the eye. It's a very scary thing. So, um, and so I'm very, very, uh, very, very pleased and interested to hear. So you said normally they would take four to six weeks of cortisone treatment to address it, and you said you were able to get rid of it in two weeks doing a lot of yeah. cleansing.
1: Yeah, under under two weeks. I mean, and one after one week to nine nine days maybe seven to nine days yeah. all the redness was gone uh-huh. and after two weeks i was again at the eye doctor to, uh, to have a contact yeah. so yeah. that he could take a checkup uh, and he said okay it's 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 fine now uh, uh if if it's happening it happens again and yeah i i was not uh, very aware of the secondary uh, yeah uh Mm -hmm. cause of the causes of this disease so i just got it i thought it was a eye infection and Mm -hmm. i didn't go to the doctor immediately so Mm -hmm. that was also a a very huge risk so if uh, if Mm -hmm. anyone is listening and just if you have it just go to the doctor because uh yeah it's you should be very careful yeah very careful about it you could you could go actually blind by this uh, inflammation in your eye. So just go to the doctor immediately if you see something. And yeah, I, I waited for, I don't know, three, three days and then got to the doctor. And yeah, he just gave me some cortisone and eye drops and so on. And after, yeah, yeah after one day or two days, I started with this cleanse and then this uh, more radical fasting. And I think overall, in yeah nine days, it was nine to ten days. It was uh, fine. I Can think. you
0: tell me what the cleanse was? Because nine days of only vegetable juice cleansing is probably too much for most people. But did you, um, if someone has this condition and they're thinking about doing this, uh, did your cleanse involve some food as well?
1: Yeah, it was just the cleanse uh, described in your program. Oh, you just went so, back to
0: the baseline foods.
1: Uh, no, no, not that? even baseline, to the cleanse. The actual so two, was,
0: the, the, what What I have in my program a, as the two-day. The two-day yeah. two
1: cleanse yeah. uh, where you can eat uh, as much salads yeah. as you want, but without ending.
0: Wow, uh, okay.
1: So, so that, that, that uh, because I didn't try any water fasting before yeah. that or Juice fasting so yeah. uh, I, I didn't know if i can hold that that uh, a long time but yeah i was cleansing doing this cleanse every week so i was more awesome. used to it yeah. so i just yeah it i extended just it. made it yeah made it 3 3 days to 4 days and then the last one day or two days i tried some uh, yeah juice or water fasting with leaving all of all, uh, all foods uh, or that's yeah, food, salads like out food. as well like salads, yeah, salads more like smooth, maybe a little mm. smoothie-like, so. On. Green leafy Yeah, and yeah, the green leafy vegetables are just are. I think the these are the key to a lot of a lot mm. of things. Absolutely. Power the body. Yeah, and yeah, about fasting, it really helps to uh, so the, the the body can concentrate on you know, healing itself and not digestion. So yeah. that's that's the basic thing. There are a yeah. lot of mechanisms about it and. Um, yeah, everyone should read into it and ask their doctor if they can do it and not because it's uh, yeah it's also advised only on some yeah, extreme situations where you have a disease or inflammation and so on.
0: Mm. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's just, that's
1: super. Yeah, just be careful also doing some also these experimentations and always talk to professionals about
0: it. Definitely, and and yeah. obviously you ha- you're uh, living with your girlfriend who's keeping a close eye on you the entire time. So she knows that if you were to sort of, I don't know, feel a little weak, uh, she's right there to help out, and that's crucial, you know. And that's what I say just for the two day cleanse as part of our standard process. You want to make sure that the per- that someone's aware that you're doing the cleanse and that you're in close contact with them, so that. If you feel a little weak or something's not quite right or you just want someone to get up and go and get you something, you've got a partner, you've got someone to help you out. So that's obviously uh, um, been instrumental for you, not just for the cleanse um, but to go through this whole process. So I'd like you just to talk about the Very power well. of having a loving partner to help you through this, and then I want you to wrap up for us and tell us you know, how your body feels today and, uh, and so on. So first of all, tell us about the, the power of having support
1: Yeah, it it was just, it was, uh, the sport was a game changer for me. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was just, uh, as I call call it, uh, life-saving because it was also psychological support and, uh, yeah, I mean, emotionally and motivationally and also, yeah, a lot of uh, just diving into, into this disease and what it's all about. Uh, it's it was mostly done by by Gökchen, so I was just i'm I'm more the do doer type so oh, yeah. uh, I mean if, if you have a new program and new stuff just send it to me and I will try it out and, and i of course i'm I'm interested in the science yeah. of it but but I'm not the scientist in the family so
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, Good. So i I like more doing it and but for doing it you need also um, uh, it's it's very difficult. You have pain. You have uh, a lot of stuff going on with this disease. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, even financially and so on. Uh, as everybody maybe knows and so I mean, you, you have your mind full, and then you need the motivation to change your life. I mean, yeah. changing your lifestyle. That, that's that's a huge work. I mean, everybody talks about life change and. Uh, it's, it's not it's not really easy, and you need you need a lot of motivation. You need a lot of support, uh, like like you say in your program. Just get all the support you can have yeah. from all the people around you, yeah. and then then it it will work. Also, I mean, this little change, and I think this little change is just uh, do some little changes, not huge changes. Every day, a little change, and then. Mm. Uh, Have effects, but yeah, to the yeah, Bjorgian was supporting me, yeah, seven, twenty-four uh, seven, and sometimes I couldn't get out of the house because it was maybe too cold for me or too much pay, uh, some grocery shopping or doing doing other stuff. I mean, I couldn't sit uh, in front of my computer. I was sitting like uh, eighteen hours maybe a day before that and. Before- because of my job and other things, so that uh, yeah, she helped me with a lot, a lot, and just uh, but but the I think the most important part was the motivation, motivation, and yeah, just just coming always with new ideas, and mm-hmm. if something didn't work, then with another thing, and just just this positive mindset. Yeah. that I'm also trying to uphold all the time now. <laughs> mm, mm,
0: it's
1: very mm. because you can, with all these problems, you can, like, go into a spiral. Oh, my and, gosh.
0: No doubt about it. In fact, if you, yeah. if you don't have support and you just go through the medical processes, I mean, I'd, I'd consider it almost a default situation that you'd end up depressed and you'd end up miserable Uh, angry frustrated and and like my wife used to uh work in a bone mineral density scanning clinic and that was insightful for its own you know reasons finding out about how that system works and that's uh for a separate discussion but um what she used to find is that when some people would come in and they were getting their bone mineral density scanned and here in australia if you have rheumatoid arthritis or any of the uh, inflammatory arthritic autoimmune conditions, you can get a concession or even free access to bone mineral density scanning. It's covered by the government to help you monitor your disease progress. She said she can, after a period of time working for the organization, she could start to guess what the person's diagnosis was when they came in the door because um, quite often some people were coming in with a lot of pain And uh, they were just a little bit short. They were just a little bit agitated or a little bit frustrated. And not because they're bad people, but because it was hard getting up the stairs or the door was heavy. The door was heavy at the clinic and they had to push it open. And when you're in pain with a sore elbow and sore hands, that's annoying, you know? And so she felt really sort of more appreciation and compassion for, for, uh, for, for the condition and what I was going through when she saw, look, the... Every little thing in life can agitate you when you're in pain. Uh, and so, um, you know, it's hard. The default position is that it's hard. You're always battling this internal signal, alarm signals always going off. Beep, beep, beep inside you all the time. It's pain, it's pain, it's pain. And that can drive you nuts. And so, you know, that's when you need the support of someone you can talk to this about and, and have that loving connection and know that it's okay and that that this will This will will, uh, get easier and life will improve. And if you don't think that's going to happen, then how are you meant to kind of feel happiness in life, you know? So thank you, Gab Chent, for being there for Selim this entire time. And thank you for uh, joining us on this podcast. And if you're listening to this, they uh, just had a little kiss, which is is nice. Um, um, Now, tell us, where are you? T- today then what what's happening for your body now what are you capable of uh and then tell us uh you know what's next for you so t- first of all give us give tell us how your body feels
1: yeah uh physically i feel i feel really good um i mean this this food is uh, although I, I think nutritionally it cuts it's uh it's like It's like, was it like a wonder or a miracle for me? I don't know. Uh, I I was, uh, because of my disease, everyone, all the doctors and physiotherapists and so on were telling me, you must be active, you must be active. Okay, I was doing already uh, yoga every day and so on. And also I got... uh, just doing maybe some advertising, but he was on your podcast, so it's okay, I think, uh, the Wim Hof uh, method. Oh, Wim,
0: Wim Hof. We love Wim Hof.
1: Yeah, the Wim, yeah. Wim Hof method, so that yeah. was also helping me a lot with yeah. getting me yeah. really uh, uh, is it controlling the pain level, the uh-huh. pain of uh, the culture was, was, was like a miracle. Really? <laughs> so so For you, you,
0: found, you found a lot of benefit from doing Wim's techniques? Yeah.
1: It was it was a lot of benefit. Awesome. Uh, okay, I would call it probably eight, seventy to eighty uh, percent nutrition, yep. and the rest there just uh, other uh, changes like yeah, yoga, meditation, breathing techniques, yep. and doing all kinds of uh, sports and so on. Yeah, Excellent. I was uh, I, I started to swimming. They told me always uh, try to swim. It's very good. Actually, I couldn't swim in in, in a closed uh, swimming pool. I mean, it was all closed uh, right. without a bathing suit. So it oh, was. I was so cold. I was. Yeah, I was getting into the cold. water. Yeah. Uh, and I, only 15. After 15 minutes, I, I couldn't swim anymore. I was just shaking, and I got me a swimming suit, that neoprene suit. Yeah. And I was. <laughs> yeah. I was the only only guy there. Like like a crazy string with a neoprene and they thought maybe okay, he has a professional or something, but he <laughs> used to hear it for, I don't know, <laughs> but, but yeah, but after, after your diet and so on, uh, it, it's also this, or, or maybe in combination with this uh, uh, cold water uh, thing, it's, it's got, it's exposure, it's got better and I could swim for one hour, more than wow. one hour and awesome. problems. I, I could ride my bike again uh, for uh, long hours, and yeah. also I could. Uh, I couldn't run, and there's a, a funny or maybe yeah at the time scary story where I just uh, couldn't really run, so I was not able to run. But maybe it doesn't uh, sound that terrible. But if you have to cross. Uh, uh, the road mm. and you are middle of it, middle of it and it just turns to a red yeah. then uh, you have a problem yeah. if you can't run so you know, that was that was a yeah, yeah uh, really also some of the terrible experiences yeah then i, I now i can run and swim and uh, do, do my bicycle and actually i'm Yeah, I'm thinking to to make, uh, uh, to uh, start a triathlon and to finish a triathlon at first. Uh, I I couldn't, before the disease, uh, I was also running a little, but only for 30, 40 minutes and like five kilometers, six kilometers. And now, I don't know if it's your program, so (laughs) I'm betting on it. But yeah. I can run for uh, two hours and also I wow. have my marathon, half marathon finished last week.
0: Half marathon?
1: Yeah, half marathon. So wow. it was uh, uh, 21 kilometers in two hours and 10 minutes. I mean, it's not a record, but okay. I yeah. I got, uh, yeah, um, spondylitis.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man.
1: I think, I don't know. and But yeah, it's it's... Yeah, let me tell you, it's not just uh, of course uh, everything is good, uh, like uh, uh, perfect. perfect. I have yeah. still uh, some chronic pain, and I must be very ca- uh, cautious about my food. So if I have eat uh, a pizza, for example, oh, uh, a full yeah. pizza, then then you can forget it. I mean, your performance goes down, and the pain starts, and yeah. like this. This, this chronic pain also gets worse. Sure. So, so, but, uh, I learned that I could eat maybe one slice and the, <laughs> the body could. Yeah. I mean, it's still older, still not good. I can feel, I, I yeah. feel the nuances, yeah. but, uh, it's, it's, it's okay for the, it's okay for the body. So it, you, you don't get night sweats and, uh. Yeah. The, or more pain and so on with just, with just a little cheating. I mean, you, you, you are allowed, I think, to cheat a little. Yeah. Um, but, but don't overdo it. So it's just, you also lose your progress. I mean, you, you must, uh, it takes, I don't know, maybe one week, two weeks to, to, get, to get to the normal routine and so on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just stick to the program till uh, you are mostly symptom free. Uh, that would be my advice. And um, this is the long term goal? You know? Yeah, this is a, definitely a long term uh, goal. Uh, uh, although, my long term goal to be symptom free. Uh, yeah, we are planning to run with uh, Gak a full marathon in the future uh, and have some smaller races planned in the next couple of months so that's also giving uh, a lot of kicks so just just plan for nice things that you want to do and mm. uh, that, that you want to achieve maybe to to, to hold on this program because mm. it's it's not it's not always easy to to restrict yourself
0: mm. uh,
1: doing a lot of changes and just just have some goals and the right mindset is it, i think it's very important
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and i have a yeah personal yeah and the, the most important thing uh, of course was I was able to start uh, work again
0: oh wow well done
1: so that's a, that was a problem it was a huge problem for me because uh, uh, for the disease I was working like crazy and yeah. a couple of years and I mean it was a it was a part of my life and I was uh, a very nice team and uh, yeah they also yeah my bosses i, I, I I just want. I must tell it. They just supported me all the way in this yeah. disease, and just, they just t- were telling me, "Okay, you uh, just get better, and yeah. then we we can uh, move forward. It's not a problem. You must get better. It's the uh, main thing." So it, then I could start. I mean, I started with my job not full time uh, because, mm. yeah, still uh, getting
0: better?
1: Uh, mm. yeah better and acquainted to do this job because it's not easy to, to sit down or stand down for eight no. hours or more. Um, even though, I mean, yeah, the, and the other problem is this uh, on spondylitis, I think, that the people, or maybe also on arthritis, the, the people try to maybe to overachieve uh, a little.
0: Yeah. Uh, very good so point.
1: That, that, yeah, that's not that's that's mm. not my saying. I was on a rehab for one month, and there was uh, more pro- professional uh, patients there they, that they had the disease for forty min, for uh, for thirty years maybe, and they were said yeah, typical uh, enclosing spinal cord, this patient patients. is trying to overachieve. Yeah. the problem is, the, and the people don't see your pain that's inside. Yeah, I mean, I can I can run maybe a lot of people couldn't maybe run a half marathon. I can, but. There is, still, there is still chronic, some chronic pain. There are still some morning stuff and so on. And I, I must still work several years, I think, on, on my body that it's, the symptoms will normalize. Mm. So the, everyone that is also not affected should really take into account some, um, some diseases are unfortunately invisible to most of them. And just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not just back pain.
0: <laughs> oh, say, oh, absolutely. Does- certainly no doubt about that. Well, I think your point about overachieving is very, very uh, powerful one. Um, you know, I think that um, to speak generally of all inflammatory arthritis, if we think of it uh, as an underlying cause of some degree of stress on the body, whether it be dietary stress or um, stress placed on the lymphatic system by not moving it, by Not exercising uh, stress through work emotional stress, or whether it be some kind of uh, other form of stress or like a, a infection you know has put a stress on the immune system some kind of stress in some format has contributed to the uh, onset of the condition from all of us, and when we apply a dramatic amount of interpersonal and work-related stress on top of all that existing stress, that's where things can really go wrong. And you're absolutely right. I think that these conditions afflict type A personalities, overachievers. Why? Because we operate in a fight or flight state all the time. It's got to get done. There's deadlines. I want more. I've got to do this. And that is not a digestive state. It's not a calm state. It's not a Peaceful, relaxed, balanced state. And therefore, there's imbalance and an additional stress on the body. So, I am, you know, 100% agree on that. So, I applaud your approach with, you know, not making the same mistake over again, which is to try and now get back to work as quickly as possible and to be the Superman and not to run half marathons every three or four months, but just to say, look, you know, find the new. Selim. Find the Selim that has balance, one that has a long-term goal to be able to get rid of this sort of lingering bit of inflammation that still is significant after you've gotten rid of the monster horrific inflammation. Now, you've got like a smaller enemy and you can work on that long-term whilst balancing everything else and probably uh, also getting married and having kids. So... (laughs) <laughs> I like to throw those kind of curveballs at you guys. So, um, who knows? Next time we talk, hey, who knows? Who knows? Put that idea Stop out there. So.
1: the big ones. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. So, look, thank you for sharing today, both of you. And uh, it's it's um, I always enjoy uh, hearing um, stories, and especially really heartfelt ones like you, like yourself. And it's a story of of um, teamwork. And success, and that's that's stuff that we want to share and put out into the world. So thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, you guys coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you for the program and yeah, your uh, uh, support of the community and just sharing your knowledge. I mean, it's it's it was a game changer for me, and as I can see in the testimonials uh, for a lot of people, for thousands of people. So. Uh, yeah it was yeah thank you very much uh, if I just can say one more thing Go for it. uh we are also. i mean, if it's not a problem, uh if it is, you can just cut it out. <laughs> uh we are doing also some blogging, and yeah I'm personally some youtube uh stuff it's just also, I think maybe a uh, uh yeah rehabilitation for me personally. Just to talk about the stuff and just give the information uh like like you are doing uh and yeah i also mentioned you in some blog posts and youtube videos of of ours excellent your name name and i mean if it's if it's okay for you i i will mention you more
0: (laughs) sure all you need to do what what's the uh is it a youtube channel or is it a blog
1: Yeah, it's a it's a blog. I mean, I mean, we are all over the place now. We must, I think, just focus on some some (laughs) some social media. Uh, Yeah, It's a blog mainly and the YouTube channel called uh, uh, FactasticHealth.com is the blog and on YouTube just Factastic Health. It's just facts and factastic. So it's uh, we we just saw that uh, most important role to take is the is the role of the facts the science role yeah uh, like you did it and mm. yeah we are also taking the power from it mm. and
0: uh, good
1: uh, yeah everything there uh, what we try to do is uh, should be fact-based we are trying to do is fact-based so
0: fantastic
1: uh, all right just cool. share the information with, with with other people
0: Wonderful. It's a good feeling when you do it. And you've done that today really nicely. So we'll put a link uh, in case people are not sure of the spelling or something. We'll put a link directly to uh, your blog on the transcription of our uh, of you. our site. So just go to uh, com, and you'll be able to search for Selim, S-E-L-I-M, and he will come straight up and you'll be able to not only just get the, uh, the video or audio of this, but also the transcription and click straight through. So thank you so much, guys. Continue your great work. Uh, congratulations and uh, all the best going forward. Thank, thank you.
1: you. have been listening to The Patterson Program. For more information, visit pattersonprogram.com.